Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Sister Tracy, good morning. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tramina Definition. I'm the greeter this morning who's on the line. Good morning. My name is Eva. Good. Good. All that. 
Happy trying for Tuesday, Yvonne. How are you doing this morning? Oh, good. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks for asking. You have work today? No. You said no? No. I Oh, you off? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, enjoy your time off. Okay. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Anyone else just join the call and we'll say good morning? What a mighty guy we serve. Anyone else just join the call and we'll say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's Sister Tracy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. How are you doing this morning? I am doing fabulous on this amazing, phenomenal Tuesday. Grateful to be amongst the living and on this prayer call on today. God is good. Not some of the time, y'all, all the time. Just trust the process. Praise the Lord. Thank for encouragement. Thank you for the Simone, <laughs> glory to God. That's awesome. Have a great day. Good morning. It's Kind Kim, a.k.a. Kindness. I have a praise report this morning. Oh, My okay. son that I had you guys pray for, he was literally missing for 20 days. Oh, I was yeah. frantic. Just I was laying on God. He knows exactly how much I weigh because I wasn't leaning on him. I was literally laying on our father. I just thank everybody for their prayer. He has been located, and he is alive and well. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Morning, I love you all. Glory to God. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. Okay, then I took it. Lord, Thank that's you. glory to God. Oh, he do it. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah, oh. hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, kind Kim. Anyone else just want to call and we'll say good morning? Good morning. This is Sister Mary. Sister Mary, good morning to you. How are you doing this morning? Fine, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're quite welcome. You've been on the call before, right? Yes, yes. Good morning. It's my first time getting on on time. Oh, on time. I thank God, yes. My schedule allowed me to get on now. Oh, praise God. Praise God. You have a great day. Good to hear your sound this morning. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank you. Praise God. Anyone else want to say good morning? The morning is persistent. Persistent. Good morning to you. How are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm on and I'm I'm grateful. You know, I'm just thankful and grateful. <laughs> Amen. It's good to be thankful and grateful. That's Amen. Good morning, Sharina. 
Good morning. I got on and I heard just praising. What what I miss? What I miss? What I miss? I miss the praise of the Lord. Her son was missing for 20 days. Glory to God. I was thinking, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, alive and found. Glory to God. That is an awesome testimony. Today is Brother Phil's Philip's birthday. You want to say good, um, happy birthday to Brother Phil, if you don't mind. Happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy yes, happy birthday, birthday Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Turn up, both in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Anyone else who want to say good morning before I get started? Oh, what a... Great morning this morning. Good to hear hear everyone's sound. Okay, I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Good Hello, morning. My name is... Oh, Miss B. Good morning to you. Yes. Happy Tuesday, sweetie. Happy Tuesday, Tuesday. Good to hear your sound this morning. Wait, wait, wait. Good morning. Good morning. It's a triumphant Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hey, Trina. Hey, declare victory. <laughs> Have good a great morning. day, everybody. Good morning, Shell. Good morning to you. Good, good. Great to hear your sound this morning. Okay, everyone, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Trina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We meet Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of November where a monthly theme is entitled Leadership. Each Declare will focus on how leadership plays a vital role in planning, sowing, and reaping God's desire for us within the work we do for him. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today, TNT Bible study tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaVell Jones. It will definitely with your spirit. There is no... No prayer request submitted by the app, but we have one spoken testimony, praise report from kind Kim. Her son was missing for 20 days. He has mm. been found. He is alive mm. and well. Mm. Praise the Lord. God is so good. God is awesome. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise. Priscilla. Declaration, Angela. Then we go right into the comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Priscilla. Declaration, Angela. Then we go right into the comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from Philippians, Philippians 2, 4. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the switch to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Priscilla. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I.
Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Good morning on this triumphant Tuesday. And thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the testimony, Lord Jesus, that we've been so blessed to hear this morning. Father, we just come to you this morning being so grateful and so thankful, Lord. First of all and foremost, that you got us up, Lord Jesus. Awaken us up this morning on time, Lord Jesus, and having you on our minds and giving you the first fruit of our lips, Lord Jesus. We just give you the praise, honor, and all the glory. We're just grateful this morning, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We can thank you. We always thank you. We will never be able to thank you enough, Lord Jesus. And we understand and know that there's so much that you have done and continue to do. We're grateful to hear this morning that kind Kim's son, after being missing for 20 days by the God, has been found, Lord Jesus. And he's alive and he's a well, Lord Jesus. And so I thank you, Lord Jesus. And we celebrate with her, Father God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we're so grateful, Lord Jesus, that you that you blessed her, Father God, that you blessed her family, Lord Jesus. We're just grateful to hear that, Lord Jesus. And Father God, mm, we thank you, Lord Jesus for the revelation and clarity that you give us, Lord Jesus, about us, Lord Jesus, about our ways, Father God. We're thankful, Lord Jesus, that we can enjoy the reward of following you fully, Lord Jesus. That is a reward because you give us wisdom. You give us understanding, Lord Jesus. We're grateful and we're thankful, Lord Jesus, Father God, for that understanding so that we can passionately know and obey your truth, Father God. Father God, I thank you that you give us the mind of Christ to obey your truth, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that you guide us and that you lead us, Lord Jesus, Father God, as we lean not to our own understanding but acknowledge you in all of our ways so you can make our crooked paths straight, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for we take delight and all that you say, and all that you do, Father God, you cause our hearts to bow before your words of wisdom, mm, your wisdom, your eternal words of wisdom that come from the heaven, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, oh, God, we thank you for that wisdom, Father God. And, Father God, we thank you that we don't look at the wealth of the world, Lord Jesus. Father God, I thank you. That's not our God, Father God. Father God, I thank you that you help us to understand the distinction between the two and you give us sound clarity and sound doctrine, Father God. We thank you that you help us turn our eyes away from the delusions and the illusions of this world, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, so that we can pursue only that which is true. And that only comes from you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father God, I pray. I pray, Father God, that you drench our souls with life as we as we walk in the, in the paths of your righteousness, Father God, that you reassure us of your promises by and by as we walk, Father God, knowing, Father God, that we have faith that you will show up, that you will turn situations around, that you will bestow your love abundantly on us, Lord Jesus, and lavishly lavish us with your love, Father God, because that's what your word says, Father God. So 
So, Father God, we we just we can't give you enough praise, Father God. We praise you even though we just we 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 pass Thanksgiving. Our praises stay on our lips because we're in amazement of what you do and how you do what you do, Father God. Father God, so we come before you every single morning, just looking towards you, the author and finisher of this faith, knowing that you who started a good work is going to finish it, Father God, in us, Lord Jesus. We can't thank you enough, Father God, honoring, Father God, what you've done, what you'll do, how you'll do. We just trust and receive and believe, Father God. We thank you for your holy word, Father God, your holy word that sits and, and, and breaks up the shop, the shop, breaks up all confusion, Father God, understanding that when confusion comes in or when fear comes in, it doesn't belong to you, Father God. We know this, Father God. We've gone far enough, Father God, that you working on every situation, Father God. And we thank you, Father God. You'll defend us, Father God, from the criticism of the face, Father God, of those, Father God, that are criticize us, Father God. You don't put your people to shame, Father God. And I thank you for that. That's not our portion, Father God. Give you all the work. <laughs> oh, God, I can't thank you enough. I give you all the praise. All the glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Yes, we will bless your name. We will think we will talk highly of you in the land, Father God. So I would give you the praise, honor, and glory, Lord Jesus. We we thank you, Father God, for your righteousness revives my spirit. When I think about the goodness of the Lord, my soul just cries out hallelujah. And I feel you swell up in me, Father God, as I begin to pray and profess just how good you are and how sweet you are, Father God. I feel you, the spirit come in more and more and more. And I can't help but what comes up in me, Father God, because I just come to get to know you better and better. And there's so much more and I'm just scratching the surface, Father God. I will always have an... You will always have an answer for those who, who 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 pursue you, who press in, who want to know you more, Father God. So we just can't thank you enough, Father God, for what you do for us continually and constantly, that you're so mindful, that your love is so sincere, that your love is so pure, Father God, that your love is so great, Father God. We just can't thank you enough, Father God. So everyone right now, with the sound of my voice, Father God, take your phone off of mute and praise the true and only living God in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for remembering us. Thank you, Lord God, that we can cry out to you. Thank you that you're concerned about what our starting to Thank you, Lord God, for going before us and making the crooked place straight. Thank you, Father, for the Thank you for the ability to hear your Thank you, Lord God, for the example that you gave to us in the person of your son, Jesus Christ, our gentle and our mother. Thank you for the example of Thank you, Father. Thank you for the ability to gather with other believers. 
In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, thank you. Oh, God, we just thank you on this morning. Um, good morning, everyone. It is Angela, and um, thank you so much um, for the beautiful greeting, Kiriana, and the prayer, um, Priscilla. Truly appreciate you both. Um, we honor God this morning for his goodness and his grace. Um, we thank God for um, for time Kim's son, hallelujah, um, being well. We just honor you, Father, for that. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come before your people. Father, I ask that you touch my lips. I ask that you speak through me. I ask that you touch the soil of the hearts of those that are listening and those that will hear, those that will have a replay, and those that will share. I ask that you touch their hearts now and that that soil be peeled to receive and to produce. Father, um, it is an honor and a privilege to come before your people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, good morning on this triumphant Tuesday. It's an honor to be before you again. It's, it's been, a, what, probably like a whole month. And um, I'm, I'm thankful to be able to um, declare uh, with you all this morning on this wonderful subject of leadership. Um, so let us get into it. And I know we've had a full month of hearing about leadership, and I pray that today is something that you can add to your um, to your uh, arsenary that you learned all this month. You can add to it, and that you can see from another uh, perspective. So on this morning, we're going to talk um, about some areas of leadership. Um, that don't work um, as a leader, some things that we um, not should, but we must bypass um, areas in leadership. And our, as we know, leadership, it, you don't have to have a, per, a title per se to be in leadership. We lead in many ways. We lead in our lives, our everyday lives. Someone um, can see you that know you, you've gone to the grocery store, maybe the same time, maybe you go grocery shopping every Saturday, okay? And so does this other person that happened to see you and notice you. There was a reason why they noticed you, okay? So they noticed you, they see you every Saturday. There's something about you that has led them to notice you. It could be career, it could be spiritual, it could be um, just information. We don't know the impact of our leadership just as being who we are. We are walking epistles. God's children are walking epistles. So our lives must dictate the life of Christ. It should be something natural, something that just comes from us at all times. Yeah, even in our mistakes, even in our boots and blunders, it's still a part of it. And God says that that man got up seven times. Man falls seven times and gets up. Gets up. Continues to get up and keep going. And we don't get up without um, a 
apology, and we definitely don't get up without repentance. So you are a leader. Yes, you that are listening, your ears, that hear the sound of my voice. And your life, you are a living epistle. So I want to talk about an impact that a leader has that can be negative, okay? So as we know, in leadership, if it is just you dropping your kids off every day at school, which is not a light thing, not making light of it, you are a leader. You lead your parent um, PTA. You are maybe the dad of the soccer team, your leader. Um, you lead uh, in the classroom. You may be in college. You may be in high school. And um, you do like the opening messages or whatever the case may be. You are a leader. You have influence. Even on this line, as a person that prays, you are a leader. A person that does the opening greeting, you are a leader. Even the first person that said good morning, you're a leader. Because once you opened up, once the greeter said, would anyone like to say good morning, you were that first person. Do you know how many people you impacted to go ahead and say good morning? You're a leader. So. As we see, our influence can be a very vast and wide spectrum. It's not just in the pulpit. It's not just in the White House. It's not just the head of a corporation. Your influence, you are a leader. So leadership leaves clues. So I just gave one. First person to say good morning, that's a clue. Oh, I should be saying good morning. Oh, I like the sound of her voice when she said good morning. That just made me more bubbly. So I am going to say good morning too. Leadership leaves patterns. This is the way to go. When the greeter comes on and says, would anyone like to say good morning? First person that said good morning left a clue and started a pattern. And leadership has a process. That person also left a process. This is how you do it. So see, we are leaders in many ways, and oftentimes we don't realize how impactful we are as a human being. When we breathe in and we breathe out, we are leading something, somebody, somewhere. We are impacting space. We are impacting time. So Leadership leaves clues, patterns, and a process. Now, I want you to listen. Listen. It can be extremely difficult. We're going to take a little turn here, and then we're going to line things back up. So I told you about how you are a leader, no matter what you're doing, where you are. It's not a title, but it is you that is a leader. So it is difficult to lead properly in areas that you do not have power over. When you don't have power over something, you will kind of flip like a fish out of water. 
when you're not clear on something, when your emotions are leading you, you're flipping this way, you're flipping this way. You understand, you don't understand. Go, stop, no, go. Remember we used to play red light, green light growing up? That's when you don't have power over something. <laughs> you play red light, green light with your life and with people around you, okay? So this is why the process of purification, and please don't let the word purification be a churchy or a, uh, a word that can seem too deep. It is what it is. Purifying, just like when you get a piece of gold out of the ground or if you get a piece of silver, it has to be purified. All of the dirt, all of the dross, all of the impurities, all of the gook and ugly stuff has to be processed off. And that's called, it's a process of purification. Even when they're doing water, when you're, we have distilled water, when they're cleaning the water, it's a part of purification. So please embrace that word because it really is a beautiful word. We need it in our lives. Purification is so important. Purification is important. Not who you are, not who you are connected to, not who you get to be around, not who your parents are not who your children are, not who your brothers, your sisters, your aunts, uncles, dad, neighbor, boss, who you work for, all of that stuff. No. What's important is the purification of you because you are a leader. Purification is the shedding of parts of you that cannot lead people properly. The cleaning of ways that cannot serve the Lord. So leaders serve God by serving others. You cannot do this properly without purification of some things. And sometimes it's a lot of things. And sometimes it is a process. It's a process that can be short. It's a process that can be lengthy. Remember the children of Israel, their process was lengthy. Some didn't make it in. Period. That whole generation was gone, except for a few. But they were still in a process. So Jesus led this way of leadership by example. From the beginning, he started with obedience, he was hidden, and he was tempted. And those are just just those three. We're, we're, we're just going to stay right there with those three. Jesus led this. These are examples. He, he left us clues. He left us patterns. And he left us a process that we cannot go around regardless of how strong the situation, how hurtful, um, what's supposed to be, what's not supposed to be. This wasn't supposed to happen. This was supposed to happen. This did, this didn't, this, that, that, and the other. Obedience, he showed us by obedience. He showed us he was hidden for a long time and even hidden while he was in the open, while he was even working in his ministry. He was still hidden. Tempted, we all know the great temptation. We all have to be tempted. 
We all have to be tempted, and we all have to pass temptation. A good leader should leave a blueprint, just as Jesus did, for everyone they influence. When you leave your, let alone in your home, we can all start there. In our home, as we know, huge, huge influence. Unfortunately, poor leadership can begin in the home. So what's happening in the home, we are influencing people in our home in ways that we shouldn't have because of patterns, because of clues and a process. Now, people will leave the home and use things and ways that they learned in the home where they were influenced in ways that they should not have been, it now is open to the public. And the public is feeling the influence of that home who didn't have good leadership. So when we leave the home, we are influencing. As soon as we step our foot out that door, pull our cars out of the garage, you're influenced. Someone cuts you off, you blow the horn for a good 30 seconds, you follow them, tailgate them, you're influencing someone. You're being a leader. A good leader should be a blueprint for everyone they influence. We watch our children grow. We recognize the leadership in them. We give them more responsibilities. The same for our employees, the same for coworkers. We can recognize leadership. Some people, as they say, were born leaders. We understand that, yes, some people are born for things. Some prophets are born. Leadership in people can be born. And also some things can be taught. You can be taught the strength of leadership to complete a task, a purpose, to do something, simply giving someone a note, take this to the grocery store and follow this list, pick these things up, bring them back to me. You are influencing someone, you're leading them, you're teaching them something. Strengths of leadership come from good leadership. When there is weakness in leadership, weakness is going to be taught. Leaders serve. Jesus served. Leaders serve. Not to be served, but serve. Leaders should be the first to show up, the last to leave. We don't see that practice very often. Now, we'll probably see it in certain areas. Um, military, we'll see it in the military. We'll definitely see it um, on uh, boats. Uh, we will definitely see that in those areas where leadership is, um, I would say, and I'm so safe to say, um, seen. Um, 
as an honor, not to be served, but to serve. Because they know serving is led by example. And you can't teach someone something or lead them by example if you're not there. If you're late all the time and you tell people that you're leading to be on time. I know that seems simple. It happens all the time. Yes, it's foolish. It happens all the time. (laughs) You can't get mad at someone. It could be your team. It could be a group that you're leading. It could be either spiritual or natural and say, hey, you know, you need to be respectful of people's time. You need to be on time and you need to start and finish on time. And you don't do that. You've never done that. They've never seen you perform that. So they don't have a pattern. They don't have a process and they don't have a creep. So look at that type of leadership. We, we, we can see just right there where you can lead someone in clues, patterns, and processes that are not healthy. And in just a minute, I'm going to tell you why. So leaders bring um, solutions. Leaders don't take the easy way out. They take the brunt. Leaders take the brunt of things. Leaders take offense. You are offended as a leader. And how are you going to handle it? You have to be built as a leader to be able to handle when you're offended, when your team is offended, when your office is offended, when your employees are offended, when something that you were supposed to produce didn't happen right. That's on you. That's on your shoulder. Failures, mishaps, they fall on the shoulder of the leader, not what is the next person going to do about it. Leaders bring solutions in both spiritual and natural circumstances, not excuses. Leaders want those that they are leading to become better than they are. When you hear a leader in any capacity say, you will never pass me. You will never know more than I know. You're not going to make it without me. See if that works for you without me. You need to understand where they are leading from and do not ignore the source of their leadership. The purpose of a good leader is that their leadership is to see the lives of those that they are leading performing in a greater magnitude than what they are leading them in. Leaders want those that they are leading to be more expanded than they are. They want their mentees to surpass them in character, in grace, in ability, in mastery, in strength, in progress. You want to see those that you lead to be greater than you in every capacity that you've poured into them. Unfortunately, in our secular world, in a lot of corporate places, in society, communities, neighborhoods, in the church, we have this backwards. We don't want to see people surpass us. And this is some, not all. It's a high percentage, but some, not all. 
don't want to see people surpass us. Some leaders don't want people to be out of their control, of their barriers, their guidelines. What I'm teaching you is enough, which is not so. The capacity that I have to teach someone, the grace that I have to teach someone in a certain area, number one, that I've mastered, that I have power over, that I've come through, there is a measure of grace that I have in that area. I can only lead that person to that measure of grace. Then it needs to be handed off to another person who can take them further in a greater measure of grace. But that is a fearful place when there's poor leadership. That's when all of the control and putting down and um, whatever that leader can do when they see something great and good in someone, Whatever they can do to stop them. Doesn't this sound like the devil? He only knows so much about us. He looks at our ways. He looks at our patterns. He looks at clues that we leave when we speak. Our presence, how we handle things and people. He looks at those things. And then he does whatever he can do to stop us from progressing, stop us from getting the knowledge we need to go further. So Jesus was a perfect, and when I say perfect, I cannot even express the perfectness of Jesus being an example of leadership that taught, led, expanded, and wanted those that he discipled, even beyond them, the entire world, to do greater work than he did. His children, what I mean by the entire world, his children, not just the world, but his children. He left clues. He left patterns and a process. There are spiritual laws that those that are not God's children use and they advance in them. So we can't be mad at the world. They're just using the spiritual laws that was released into the atmosphere that they caught and they use it. And they work. They don't just work for the children of God. When Jesus was with his disciples, he taught them everything, everything. He didn't hold back. He taught them everything he was supposed to teach them. He tested them. He sent them out to do the work. He corrected and he modified them. And when his time on earth physically 
when his leadership and his presence was completed physically as a man here on earth, he imparted the Holy Spirit, which would cause them to do greater works, to take us further than what he did here on earth when he was physically here. We know the word of God says that he did so much, books cannot even contain it. Have we done so much? Are we doing so much that books can't even contain what we're doing? In John 14 and 12, it says, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me, whoever, and I believe the King James Version says, whosoever, Listen, whoever believes in me will also, will also do the work that I do. He, was, he led us. He taught us. He showed us the way. And greater works than these will he do because I'm going to the Father. Now, now that Jesus has gone on to the Father, listen, I left you here to do greater works. I'm not physically here. Now I need to hand you off. There's the five-fold ministry that is supposed to build. They're supposed to edify the church. I'm going on to the Father. Jesus didn't say, oh, yes, over, I'm gone. That's it. There's nothing else you could do. I did it all. Jesus, he's not jealous that you ministered to someone and they were saved. They truly gave their lives to Christ. He started operating in the ways of God. He's not jealous of that. Heaven is rejoicing. Jesus was our perfect example of leadership. So that is what our barrier, I, I wouldn't know not barrier, that's our guideline. <laughs> that's our guideline. That's our bar. That's what we have to look at when we have people that are leaders, regardless of what it is, if it's a husband, if it's a, um, a parent, a single parent in the household, brothers, sisters, on the job, off the job, employees, your business, in ministry, Jesus. Leadership. Does the leadership you offer or receive match? Jesus' leadership. So in society right now, and I don't want to say this has not been in the past, too often we've had too many examples of poor leadership. And this poor leadership has caused bruises, scars, has caused uh, poor productivity of people because of the lack of leadership, of the lack of the culture of good leadership. So in my closing, I want to leave you with a couple of very, very, very important things. We, all of us on this line, and all of us that will hear the replay, we are leaders. We influence people. Here's two things we must, we must, we must, we must take hold of, take control of, come through, allow Jesus to be who he needs to be in our hearts. So listen to this. Proverbs 18 and 14. 
a wounded spirit who can bear it. When we are in leadership, we cannot operate from a wounded place. We cannot operate from a wounded place. You cannot lead from wounds. Wounds are meant, wounds are not meant to go untreated. An unhealed wound turns into poison, gangrene, sepsis, gets into the blood, and it will kill you. A wounded person kills others. In the military, it's called friendly fire. When people go out and commit these heinous crimes, if they've left the manifesto or if they've left a note, something in it, it talks about how they were wounded somehow, somewhere. I, um, I work with wounded veterans, emotionally and physically. Um, the seriously emotionally wounded veterans that I work with were wounded as a child. Wounded as a child, wounded as a teen, something happened to them emotionally that wounded, and it was never healed, never dealt with. It went untreated by putting a Band-Aid on a, um, a gash or a flesh wound where the, the skin is it's not pink, it's white next to the bone, a deep, deep wound and you just put a Band-Aid on And you keep taking that Band-Aid off, the pus keeps coming out, keeps gooing out, you get lightheaded, you get sick, and you do all of these things to pamper, to cover up, instead of allowing the process of purification to happen. You cannot lead wounded as a parent, as a spouse, as a, a sibling, an older sibling, a sibling left in charge, as a teacher, as an administrator, as a coach, as a crossing guard. Wherever you are still wounded, it's going to come out. You're going to bleed on people. And number two, this is in Isaiah 1, 5, and 6. And I'm going to read it. It's just a little lengthy. We know this part of Isaiah right in the beginning. Um, Isaiah was, uh, the, the children of Israel were in captivity, and they were very rebellious. So we get rebellious when, we, when the Lord has corrected us in something, because he corrects us in private. He really does shows us things, we feel convicted, he's, he's, constantly, he's telling us, you know, look, I need you to turn from that. That, that. that can't serve me, it can't serve others, it's not good for you. I didn't put that in you. I didn't make you like that. I didn't cause you to see like that. Your lens is obscured. Your uh, perception is off. What you're doing is, I didn't make you like that. So I need you to turn, I need you to change, and then we don't, and then we don't, and then we don't. And then we're out in public and something happens, 
And then we're like, oh, my God, you know, I'm so embarrassed. You've been in rebellion. So the children of Israel was in great rebellion. So God was telling them, hey, I've been trying to change you up and trying to turn you because guess what, children of Israel, you guys are great leaders. You're going to lead the entire world. You're supposed to be my pattern. So in Isaiah 1 and 5, 1, 5 and 6, it says, um, why should ye be stricken? Because he had stricken them. He's like, why? Why should you be stricken? Listen, I've been trying to correct you. I've been trying to. And God's correction comes with conviction. And guess what? He always blesses us afterwards. You know how you used to get a whooping and you used to just have to go to bed? Don't go take a bath because the little whooping, the wounds hurt, right? Uh-huh. And then sometimes it just depends on the parenting you had. They didn't speak to you or... You know, and some people, can, some parents can say, oh, yeah, I would choose because I really love you. Whatever it is, but Jesus never corrects us and not heals us. He always puts salve on, salve on us. He always, he's so sweet, so kind, so loving. Listen, why should we be stricken anymore? We will revolt. We revolt when we do not, um, when, we, when we stay in rebellion. We will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick. You can't lead sick. You can't lead if you are revolting. And the whole heart faith. He said, y'all always, everybody doing the same thing. From the sole of the foot, all parts of you, every tribe, all, all parts of you, from the sole of your foot to the head, there is no soundness. You have to be sound. To be a leader, that's a process. We must go through the process. There's no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment. You could have been wounded by someone, but they never mollified it with ointment. And now you're trying to lead someone. These two I just spoke of, a wounded spirit, lack of soundness, Rebellion, it leads to jealousy, and I'm closing here. It leads to jealousy. You can't lead anyone if you're jealous of them. When they advance or when they mature past what you are, you are in their life. You will sabotage their growth by keeping them at the level of grace that you have been given in their lives the level of grace you've been given in their lives and not allowing them to grow in the level of grace that has been destined on their life. So in closing, I, I want this to be hopefully a stirring for us all to be certain that we are allowing the process that the Lord has. And yes, I know we're always talking about a process. We're always talking about this. We're always talking. Yeah, well, 
when we are done with process, when we are done with glowing, when we are done with being purified, um, it's time for us to be with the Lord. As long as we are here, he's going to have something for us to do. And when we've completed one task, when we've completed one journey, guess what? There's another. We're here to be used by him for the edification of those around us. So, yeah, there's going to be process. There's going to be purification. And um, we have to allow him to do it. So I pray that this uh, declaration um, was good, was good, something good to put in your arsenal so that it can be a reminder for some, it can be a correction for some, and it can be an eye-opener for some. So I pray that something was said that, um, that we all can use. I know for me, I can definitely use every single thing that was taught this morning. <laughs> so I just thank God for it, and I bless his name for being able to come before you. So amen and amen. So um, we are going to go into love, life, and victory for a little bit. Um, so I want to start off with um, asking the men, if there are any men on the line that did not have a chance to say good morning um, in the opening greeting, please take your phone off of mute, and we would love to hear from our men only first. Amen. Yow, 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 yow. Hey. Good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning. Is there any other brothers in the house? Okay. So I want to open it up now if there is any first-time callers, male or female, any first-time callers of today, this morning, was your first time calling in. No? Okay. Well, good morning. Good morning to everyone, all of our beautiful, beautiful um, family, Declare Victory family. Um, if anyone would like to um, say good morning and um, would have anything to say, um, want to ask, good morning. have any questions, good morning. It's sunshine. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning, Ms. Leomi, a great declaration. And thank you again, Declare Victory, for your prayers, Ms. Leomi. Oh, God bless you, Mother Leomi. Thank you. Yes, prayers for you continuously, Mother Leomi. Good morning, it's Jubilant Juliet. That was a powerful decoration this morning. God bless you, Jubilant Juliet. Good morning, my sister. Good morning, this wonderful Wanda. Great declaration. Oh, good morning, wonderful Wanda. God bless you on this morning. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Joyful. Thank you, Angela. I'm over here examining my wounds. Great declaration. Thank you. Oh, praise God, Joyful. 
Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Great decoration. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, Sister Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. I really, really enjoyed this declaration. Um, thank you for your share, Angela. Have a blessed day, family. Oh, bless you. Bless you, Prosperous Pam. Good morning. Is there anyone else? Is there, um, does anyone have any questions or comments? Um, is there anything that someone um, uh, wants um, to go a little deeper on? Um, do I need to repeat the scriptures? Um, just let me know. Good morning. This is Sister Tracy. <clears throat> Thank you so much for that amazing declaration this morning on leadership. I needed to hear that. Um, I tell you, God's timing is always on time. Um, I'm at a job right now where I'm being trained and I'm dealing with so many different moving parts. And so the person who is training me, um, which is fine because everybody's technique is different, is she'll train me. I'll write down my notes and then she's like, okay, I need you to do it on your own. But so that since September, like this, like the other day, she left me by myself. And I'm dealing with Medi-Cal, going into the portal, and so on and so forth. But to make a long story short, I'm like, did she just leave me knowing that I don't know everything? Mm-hmm. Did she just walk away to self-sabotage me? Because, like, this is important documents dealing with salaries. And then I said, you know what? <clears throat> I said, God, just help me to, to get clarity, mm-hmm. to stay mm-hmm. calm. Not to mm-hmm. get, because I'm very structured. If everything is not in place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get discombobulated and I start to freak. I get, not, I'm not going to use the word freak. Let me use my choices of words. I get a high anxiety. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to fail. I start, the devil will start to put all these thoughts in my head. And I was like, uh-uh, uh, hold it. And I mm-hmm. said, real bad. And I said, you know what? This is just teaching you that you need to learn to be dependent on what you're doing and confident. Learn your work. It's okay. You just mm-hmm. started. You're doing a really, really good job from the time mm-hmm. you started up until now, right? And just trust the process. And I told my supervisor, I don't want to, I want to be where you are. I want to be better than you. I want to be in a position where I only trust, well, I trust God to lead me, but so I'm mm-hmm. so confident in what I'm doing that I don't have to depend on no man. And that's the, mm-hmm. the, the, the lesson that I learned in that process is God said, you need to trust me. Just trust me no matter what. As long as you trust me and you don't trust man because man is not uh, perfect. He makes flaws and he, everybody got their own uh, feelings and emotions of how they deal, do, deal with their own stuff, right? And that wasn't for me. So I had to decipher that to try to figure out how I could tackle to be a better person. So by you saying, when you talked about leadership and you just said what you said, it just put a lot of things into perspective. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. Oh, praise God. Thank you so much for sharing that. So many things went through um, my mind while you were sharing. Um, um, When you said that the the person that was training you, she had trained you. And then she left. And you were like, hey, wait a minute, where'd you go? Like, no, I still need more training. I still need you to 
um, to watch me, to watch what I'm doing. This is extremely important. I heard the story once of um, the girl who went blind early. She was like 10 years old. She used to jog. She, was, she started off being a, a long-distance runner with her dad. And all of a sudden, she started going blind. <clears throat> and so she ended up being blind, and she couldn't do the running anymore. She had to find her way around the house, and her dad would meet her every single morning in the same place in the house to, you know, help her get up and down the stairs. And after a few months, she got up and she was waiting for her dad. And she was like, Dad, where are you? And her father wouldn't say anything. And so she started touching the walls, panicking, Dad, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? I need to come downstairs. I can't do this by myself. I can't do this by myself. And she started touching the banister, and she just got really, really scared. And she sat down, and she started just crying and crying. And her dad was in the kitchen, and he heard everything. And he sat. And he didn't move, even though he wanted to. And she sat at the top of the stairs for a little bit, crying and crying and crying. And then all of a sudden, she started to feel her way down the stairs. And she made it down the stairs. She ran into a few things. She made her way to the kitchen. And because when I'm... You know, and studies have shown when people, um, when you lose one of your five senses, the other senses are sharper. So she sensed that her dad was in the kitchen, and she found her way to him and touched him and said, Dad, and she was just crying. She said, Dad, Dad, where, are, where were you? Where were you? You weren't there. You weren't there to help me. You weren't there to help me. And her dad said to her, but you made it. He said, I taught you strategically for a few months how to get around the house, how to get down the stairs, and how to get to the kitchen. And I needed to leave you so you can do what I taught you because it was in you. And had I kept on taking you down the stairs every morning, you would have never had the confidence that I've put in you to do it yourself. So, I don't know if I was led to share that with you, <laughs> but you have every single thing you need to be excellent on that job. And you will be further than your supervisor, than your managers, because of the teaching that the Lord has prepared you for even before getting on this job. So, amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Tracy. Thank you. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Didi, I heard somebody else too. Who was that? You heard somebody else say go after you. Hey, sweetie. So, wow. I'm. Y'all know I'll be cleaning. Don't be judging my job. I love it. But as (laughs) as you were sharing, it just made me think back. I'm so grateful and blessed that. I've been under such an amazing pastor since 96 who, you know, we have a lot of classes. And I remember taking a class, and I believe 
He might have been training for service or spiritual gifts, one of them. And we talked about leadership. So leadership was talked about a healthy leader. And sometimes people don't realize that they are coaching, and you said it, coaching, teaching, um, whatever it is from a broken place and it's wounds. And you can be so in tune that you hear. So for me, my eyes have changed. I hear and I see. My senses are so strong. So I'm kind of not avoiding, but I'm learning to just be intentional about where I go, who I listen to. I've never been one to judge. You know how some people will go to conference after conference. That's never been me. Um, and I'm real, it, my ears are sensitive for one. Like if I hear something, you can you can hear wounds. And we all have them. But when you're trying to be on platforms and teaching, and it's, it's so many coaches now, I'm like, man, is Alexa giving everybody certificates? And it's no shade, I'm being honest, working on mm-hmm. self-healing from the inside out, right? Because we can show up, we can sound so spiritual and so strong and so deep, but that inner us, inner me, is wounded and broken. But who are we coaching, even with our children? Like when we're mm-hmm. not healthy and we're not trying to heal from wounds, from especially tra- childhood wounds, what are we doing to our kids who, who watch us? No matter what we say, because we all say, do what I say but they watch what we do. <laughs> so yeah. it's like right. healing, right? And so when you, for me, there's so many now, you, it's one right now, and she's on fire on the internet, but I'm like, can't y'all see this girl? Look in her eyes. If we learn to really look, because when I do mirror ministry, do five minutes of just looking into your own eyes, and then you can kind of, it'll give you a better gauge of people who are really trying to 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 lead, and they're not well. So that's mm-hmm. that's the my thing. You gotta be careful who you who you yeah. sit under and who you affirm. I love you, Angela, always, and congratulations. I can't uh, grandchildren ain't that a whole nother level? <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> I love you. Yes, oh, I love you. Yes, yes. Well, thank you for that. Um, I know he's my little snuggle. He's my snuggle. My little snuggle. Yes. Well, thank you so much for um. For expressing that, that is so true. We have to, um, and you know what, too? You know what? People go from conference to conference, and I don't want to say unfortunately, but they are thirsty, and they're not getting what they need where they are. <laughs> and sometimes that's just the, the, the truth, and people are, you know, people wander. They're like, okay, where? Like, the children there, where should I go? Where else should I go? Is this person, this person, blah, blah, blah. no. It's like we need to um, be led by the Spirit. And there's nothing wrong with uh, waiting, <laughs> waiting for direction. Nothing wrong with that. You're not going to miss anything, but you, bring, you will gain a whole lot. Thank you for chiming in. Truly appreciate it. Okay, is there anyone else? Good morning, sister. Holy Spirit, activate. Hey, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Great share this morning. And and um, God brought the scripture back to me again. We talked about it yesterday, but the Philippians 1 and 6, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus the time of his return. And we we often forget that, you know, if he called us to a thing and sent us to a thing and put us in a place that his purpose for us, it, we're going to fulfill that because it's his plan and it's, it's his will. And as Tracy yeah. began to talk about that, he just reminded me of 
um, the job that I have been on for almost 30 years and how I got that job, it was a, a temp job. And the lady called me in for uh, maybe like two or three weeks. And after being there for three hours, she had to go for an emergency and I was left by myself. Can you imagine me in a new wow. place or anybody <laughs> in a new place yeah. for three hours? But the thing that I think about now is, is because it was already in me, I just need to get acclimated to the, to the atmosphere, to the environment. What was yeah. in me, God had already put in me. All yeah. I just needed yeah. to do is allow him to show me what to do. She, yeah. she was, you, you, you talked about leaders leading when they're wounded. And I thank God that he made a space for me to show myself or he equipped me to show myself to be a leader after three hours. Mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, he is so amazing in the things he does. I don't boast in myself. I boast in everything of him because I can do nothing of myself. I take credit for nothing. All I did was get on the bar and get to the job. He made the people call me. It was a temp job. He made the people call me. He led me to the lady, and we are still good friends to this day. And I thank God for her because not only when she came back, she was well, but she taught me everything that she knew. And all I had to do was work. So it's in us to be able to allow God to lead us into leadership and be um, teachable. We talk about, we talked about that all month. We talk about how to be an effective leader, how to be a whole leader, how to be a good leader, how to um, notice the, the vision of God, let, let God give us the vision and make it plain so we can run with it. So Grace Share says, uh, you said a lot, it triggered a lot in me. So I thank God for you and I thank God for declaring victory because we can meet here at this same place and God will bring something to us to help us to pull out the things that he's put in us. So I pray that someone has gotten something, not just today, but all month long of how to be a better leader, of how to be actually a better steward and guardian over whatever he's placed us in the places that he's placed us in. So God bless you. Yes, absolutely. Wow, thank you so very much. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this has been really good. Really good. Hmm, okay. Is there Angela, this else? is joyful. This Hi, is joyful, Jason. and I want to tag. Hi. Uh, great declaration again. I want to tag on Shell's comment. Um, thinking about being the, the who he who has begun a good work in us, you know, the work that he gives us, one of the things I love about leadership in that particular role, um, Shell, giving you the tools that you need to do the job, but our job isn't to do it like the other person, which is not what you said. And so I just want to encourage the leaders here that while we're being shown how to do the work, but there's things inside of us that God wants to deposit in a place that hasn't been yet, there yet and can't come until it comes through you. So, you know, we're not there to be a, a copycat of someone else, but to be um, us in God in that place. And so, yes, I know how to follow the procedures. I know how to answer the phone. But there's a part of the grace on my life that this corporation now gets or that this space now gets 
that wasn't here. And no rule book tells me, so I'm not outside of the guidelines. So um, if we're not careful, sometimes we can be uh, linear in our thinking that I have to do it just like that. There are some places that mm -hmm. you do need to follow step by step by step, but as it relates to interacting with people or how to do this, how to answer the phone, maybe I'm going to mm -hmm. be the one that's pleasant and joyful. That would be me, mm -hmm. as opposed to my mm -hmm. daughter was just telling me how the person in HR, when she calls, she says, mom, she's so rude when she answers the phone. She never announces herself. And I'm thinking, in HR, how is that even possible? So mm -hmm. as, uh, much, much, much was shared. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thinking about places where we're leading, but we haven't presented our wound. And so our wound is present. Some wounds that the moment they get touched, we, we squeal and, you know, mm -hmm. we find out like, oh, that wasn't healed. <laughs> right. So That's I pray true. that all of us, right. we would take a look, right? That uh, don't, yeah. don't shut down your shop. If they're just examining right. yourself and go to the wound clinic and deal with it, admit it yeah. and deal with it, admit it and deal with it. Whatever, what yeah. we don't expose can't be healed. So thank you, Angela. God bless you. I thank you yeah. for your share, your declaration today. Oh, praise God. Praise God. God bless you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, leadership is so, um, people really, I, I don't know if the, the impact, because it's so influential. Um, just something simple. A friend of mine has a, um, a, 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 a Christmas party for a branch of her organization coming up. And the person that's leading the party, and this is something very small, but it's a very, it's a good um, example of influence. So the person that sets up the Christmas party, um, they usually, you know, when they present themselves, you know, they're usually in like jeans and t-shirts, you know, and there's, there's a time and a place for everything, right? So they're usually just, you know, they, they, they care, but they kind of, you know, sometimes they kind of really don't care what they have on. You know, it's just kind of blase fair. So she made the attire of the Christmas party just like that. So, and people were like, well, you know, there are, you know, it's just like jeans and t shirt for this evening Christmas party. But the leader of it is expressing themselves in their leadership, even in um, getting this party together. So everything that that leader is and how they do things, that is going to duplicate in what they do, how they train people, atmosphere that they set up, um, how they do something, why they do something. So leadership is, is so very, very, it's very, very critical and it's very, very important and it's highly influenced in every sphere. So I appreciate everyone. Um, that chimed in, and I just thank God for this on this morning. Angela, is it too late? Yes. Is it too late to say something? Oh no, no, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I've been rushing around the house, but this call is so powerful. Um, the comments and the declaration this whole month. Um, I have been so so blessed, and just learning. God's just showing kingdom. Kingdom leadership is what I keep getting from it. Um, earlier, when we first started talking about leadership, and I was saying, I don't want to be a leader. I don't, you know, and I'm, even this call has helped me find my voice and how to articulate really what I mean. Um, and I'm still working on that. Um, but I, I used to say, I was saying earlier, even um, this month, even though I know I'm a leader, but the way that I lead is not like how the world sees a leader. 
um, this kingdom walk is so opposite of the world in terms of like how I kind of see it right now. Christ, Jesus Christ was the biggest leader of all, right? And he was yeah. humble. He washed his servant's feet. Um, and he's showing me what, you know, what is really a good leader. Like God has blessed me currently with someone who is an amazing leader because it's not like he's dictating, do this, do that. That's, you know, he's just coaching me. He's there, supportive, and I'm growing. I'm thriving under this person's mm -hmm. leadership. And so mm -hmm. I want to bring that to, <clears throat> I've always been someone that um, I want to show by my actions, not by what I say. Um, and I have a lot to, to work on in terms of my growth with the Lord. But that's what I want to, my, um, if I have any leadership style, it's more of my actions um, that people can learn from my actions. And if I can coach and do whatever else, according to God's kingdom, then that's definitely what I want to be as a leader. But um, I was going to say something. You said something, an example that showed, again, how um, it's so opposite of the world standards of what leader is up there on the stage. Because me, personally, I don't really need to like to be kind of shy. I've always been kind of shy. Uh -huh. I don't really like everybody mm -hmm. looking at me. I don't, you know, I don't think we're on the phone. I think that's why I do what I do for a career. I love it because I'm not, people aren't just looking, you know, and that's yeah. my own thing. But um, I just learned so much and it's just being humble and it's not like coaching and loving and sharing and, you know, that's the kind of leader that I want to be. I want to be that leader like Christ, you know, he, it, yeah. it, I just so much it's just such a great topic and conversation i'm really surprised that i was i'm so i've been so filled with this uh topic this month and your declaration today was just amazing so thank okay. you for listening to me share Yay. okay oh my god yeah no thank you thank you so very much um everything that everyone is chiming in about it's just it's all just coming together and meshing together um God truly, truly knows exactly, exactly what he's doing with us. <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing with us. Good morning. Good morning. Good, Good morning, morning, Angela. How are you? Oh, 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 oh I hear two oh, people. Uh, this is Sonia. I'll wait after the question. Okay. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, uh, everyone. This has uh, been morning. a real great topic this morning. Um, you are an amazing, I mean, you illustrated However, um, what I take away this month uh, from leadership uh, development is that leaders uh, develop leaders and we pattern our lives. Yeah. We look at different ones and we talk about world system and, you know, we talk about kingdom building. However, as a leader, if you're a leader, it doesn't matter <laughs> whether you're on the world side of it or in kingdom building, it's yeah. all the same. A leader, yeah. when you're leading, you lead from the perspective, number one, have the heart change. That way you can work with people. I'm learning, yeah. I'm still, I'm so far from where I think I may need to be, but mm -hmm. I know that God has not completed the work. And as I looked, I was looking at, um, uh, um, movie last night with um the life of christ and you know how jesus went everywhere 
he, uh, you know, some people that were, I don't want to be around, you know, people who are drinking and are smoking mm-hmm, and are mm-hmm. this and that. Well, listen, if <laughs> Jesus is, I mean, now listen, this is what I think, and this is just me, not you, but as a leader, you are the first voice, you are the first person they see, and especially if they're coming into ministry, we, um, here in uh, Declare Victory, we're dealing with um, world, secular, as well as kingdom uh, work. So on each yeah. side, we are still one. We're one yeah. body, many members. And as we go, as we grow, others grow with us. A leader yeah. never leaves anyone stranded. A leader never, um, you know, really start a project and throw a project onto a person, it it causes them, number one, it either can cause them to sink if yeah. there's a hole in the boat. We And we have nothing on that boat to fill the hole. What is your, what are you going to do? You have no life jacket. Are you going to protect one another? Are you going to come up with a plan? Yeah. And leadership, sometimes it feels like there is a hole in the boat okay. and water is taken on. Okay. So let us all help one another. Let's grow, yeah. grow together. It is not about you. It is about the Christ that's in you. And yeah. if he started the work, he will see it to completion. And I'm only just going and vibing off of what you spoke to. Sister Angela, on this morning, it was amazing. And everyone, I'm just sitting in the background, just sitting back there, just getting all this good stuff, just, I mean, being bathed this month. I felt like Thanksgiving, like the turkey as you are stuffing it. I mean, you know, (laughs) but I just want to tell you, excellent job to every one of the uh, declarers that have, you know, just poured out in their spirit. Uh, you know, and bringing this thing together. Here we are at the end of the month, where at the beginning it, it just kind of felt, you know, like, okay, but I knew I have confidence in this mm-hmm. um, particular group. This one, Declare Victory, is one of my uh, choice in the morning. This is where I start my coffee. This is the, uh, I call it the uh, Breakfast of Championship. This is home, <laughs> yes. this is, this is home base. You come back yeah. to home base and you get bathed in. So everyone yeah. that's on this line, this is the place. I mean, this is the spot. And this what we need to do is we need to go out as people that are being trained, as we are being led by uh, our leaders. We have some mighty good leaders here. And if you fail, it's not because you didn't take the training. It just means that sometimes we have to go back and just take do a review. Write down yeah. the vision. Write the vision and make it plain. So I thank you, woman of God, for doing an excellent job on today. Thank you so much. God bless. Praise God. Thank you so very much. Oh, my God. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Oh, that was really, really good. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Angela. This is Sonia. I'm going to be real quick. Hi, good morning. Uh, this this is, this is beautiful. Um, 
I've been where Tracy's been, and the thing that he told me, he says, I've already equipped you for this. I've equipped you for this journey. Um, and that's all I keep hearing. Is he's already wow. equipped all of us because it's in us. So um, I just, just had to dig deep. So Tracy, I'm going to encourage you. If you need me, just call me. Love all of y'all. Put on mute. Oh, praise God. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for encouraging us. Um, yeah, this has been good. This has been good. Well, it's just about 730. If there is no one else, we will uh, go ahead and close out. Is there anyone else? Hi, this is Mary. I just wanted to say thank you so much, my dear sister, for Hi, I am so full. I'm so full from this morning. Thank you. Just oh, a blessing to hear you, the word, the uh, scripture in Isaiah, just such a, a blessing, and all the comments by everyone. Uh, thank you so much. God bless each and every one of you. Oh, you. God bless you. Thank you. Yes. Praise God. This has been really good. One last thing. I'm so sorry. I just have to say, because um, it's been on my heart, with Tracy, um, I saw, heard that, saw the same thing that... Um, Angela share and some of the others like you are ready to fly. you're like a bird ready to fly and when I heard you saying that she left you alone I, I believe you are cap you're ready you're capable and that's how we um, sometimes that's how we get there you know you kind of like let the bird go fly so um, I just want to encourage you to keep going and fly yes yeah praise God look at that Tracy that's awesome. Thank you. I love you guys so much. I do. Oh, we love you too. Wow. That's awesome. 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 Oh, okay. Amen. This was a really good morning. Well, praise God. We, um, um, we're going to go ahead and close out. Just thank God for you all. We love you all. I know this is such a loving family. We encourage each other. We are with each other. We pray for each other. And we are absolutely a group that the Lord has brought together. This is the Lord's doing. Hallelujah. <laughs> so God bless you all. Um, everyone have an absolutely amazing day. Be good to someone. Bless someone. Send someone a hello. Uh, I love you. See someone in the store. Smile at them. Let somebody over. They got their blinker off. They try to, <laughs> try to get over. Let them over. So we just uh, thank God for this morning. We will see you tomorrow morning. Same time, same line. God bless you all. Love you all. Have a wonderful, 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 wonderful day. Take care. Talk with you soon. Have a blessed day. family. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a great day, everyone. I love you all. Thank you so much. God bless each of you. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Have a blessed Amen. day, everyone. Walk in victory. Be a blessing to someone. Amen. <laughs>